The biggest, if not, certainly one of the biggest, if not the biggest, coming up for you Tuesday night, and some special rules. Frank, I put a lot of money on the line to get Buddy Rose in the ring one time by himself. I'm gonna walk out of here with Buddy Rose's $1,000, and I'll tell you something, Ed Wyskowski, getting my way one time in that ring just once, Ed Wyskowski, and I'll be both of you one night. You know, it's rude to enter somebody's dressing room before a fight. Do I keep on? You've got air. You're a long way from the 21st century, Mr. McGuinness. Make yourself useful and find 316 medium wave for me. But medium wave doesn't have a 316. I keep saying this. And yet every single time traveler who lands in a pre-digital civilization knows it's the only station to tune to. So either you're one of my enemies pretending to be a time traveler, or you got lost on the way to the hardware store. Which is it? Well, let's just say it's a little bit of both. I suppose it's time I ask you, what are you doing in that retardus? And if you don't give me a straight answer, well, let's just say these sleeves may be new, but they got some tricks up them. Honestly, mate, I ain't got a clue. I woke up in the retardus a little while ago. I knew I'd rejuvenated, you know, changed bodies and all that. But that's pretty much all I remember. Oh, you're a time joke. I didn't even realize Wait, that. You hadn't even worked that out. How far back have I gone? It's 1978. I was left here about 10 years ago, just after my last rejuvenation. To be fair, it was pretty badass. And I've only met one time traveler since. And he's not the man he was. So you're honestly not shitting me? Honestly, mate, I'm on the up and up. I woke up, crash landed me retardis on a beach. Proper confuzzled. Didn't know what to do next. Memories have gone for a walk, they have. So that's your thing? Well, you sound like rich, so maybe you're rich. Nah, I'm definitely not rich, mate. Why do you sound so sure? You know intergalactic law, mate. We're not allowed to say who our previous incarnations are. But you could say I'm learning on the job. Now let's see what's going on in that head of yours with this scanner. Hey, that tickles. Oh. Oh? What's so? What bleeding X? Oh. There's a device in your head. Jack and Nori, what kind of device? Let's don't come with devices. It's quantum, by the looks of it. And honestly speaking, it's old. Really old. Well, who put it there? How the fuck should I know? They haven't signed it. Looks like it's malfunctioning, if I'm utterly honest with you. Maybe with 10, 20 years, if it was sat on a desk in front of me. Well, can you hazard a guess? My guess is it's positronic. It does something with the quantum functioning of your brain. It looks robotic, like a positronic consciousness generator. Well, that's all right, then. You're the robot guy. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I will be at some point, right? I mean, that's common knowledge. Just get this thing the fuck out of me. Wait, you want me to perform surgery? Yeah. That's also a thing you can do? Uh, yeah. Sure. I've definitely done that before. I mean, Jesse the Body Ventura would be a lunatic to just do surgery on somebody the first time he was asked and then turn it into a career, right? <laughs> kind of not being reassured here, mate. Nope, surgery's my favorite thing to do. D do I do it here? Um, I think the retardus will be cleaner, mate. Yes, let's medical.
Oh, for fuck's sake, this again. Taz. 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 Oh, hey, Rich. I was just grinding down my old teeth. You know, it's the feeling of metal on bone. Nothing more satisfying, just feeling it grinding away at the enamel and just slowly shredding through it. There is literally an infinite number of rooms on the retardis. I've been stuck here with you for at least 40 years now. Please, will you just pick one of them? No need to get testy. Anyone think you didn't want me to be minty fresh? Totally don't care, mate. Just don't want razor sharp salt and enamel all over my fucking floor. Sometimes I walk around here with no socks on. Well, it ain't my fault that you like living like a hobo. Deal with it. Rupee doo, ammo mentes. Yeah, you are. This is fun. Anyway, Jay, we've just um, we've just completed your ten days quarantine. You come from like a coronavirus time, so we've had to quarantine you for ten days. So you know, just floating around in space. So we're we're here. We're we've finally arrived to our destination, sunny Mexico, 1988. Um, we're finally we're finally time traveling, mate. You haven't time traveled before, have you? No, no, this is definitely first time. Yeah, no. Because yeah. my first time was supposed to be back. Hey, we're here now. Yeah. We are here. No, 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 uh, we are here. Shall we um doing the Mexico thing? Yeah, should we should we step out into Mexico, mate? Let's let's the door's this way. I don't know I, you've never walked okay. out of the retardis, but it's it's the same way you walked in, strangely enough. It's very yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. Right then, here we are. Mexico, nineteen eighty eight. Oh, I smell the lovely fresh air. Oh, it's amazing. Right then, so now we have to find the offices of Vincenzo McMahon. This is where Jesse runs his supplement business from. It's all very legal. Now it's just a case of working out where to find him. Oh, uh, Rich, I don't think that's going to be too hard. You got a lot of nerve coming here, Tanjuk Rich. After the shit you pulled last time. Jesse, we're all time travellers here. Sometimes we get each other mad and don't remember. Well, I ought to just leave you in the desert with the buzzards, hombre. You prepare to drink! Oh, you got me. You got me. Oh, it's like Star Wars. It's like I was Lando and you were Han Solo. We're doing Star Wars. I love it when films do that. I love it when films do that. It's the funniest thing ever when films do that. We're like the show to change, guys. Iahora, La Organización Presenta. Jfib in Mexico. Dispenoble in Anchor.fm. Estén atentos para este episodio especial. Ahora aquí este su anfitrión. El Duque de Tiempo, Rich Mio Gusto. Y definitivamente. G. Hi everybody. Rupidi dupidi el pasos. Mi nombre is Viejo Taz. So you guys can just um, record your record your podcast here. Um, it transmits at 316, so it'll just upload straight to Anchor. Anyway, I'll um, I'll go and drink with Taz. Bye. See you later, Jesse. Ah, oh, that was a bye, bye, that was a convincing door slam effect that wasn't totally added in post. How you did, Jay? We're in Mexico, uh, yeah. Mexico. Time travel, a great man. time in Mexico. Are you enjoying it's your really mojito? 
Is that Mexican? Is that is that Mexico? I've got some tequila as well. If if I was wrong, mojitos. Yeah, Yeah, cool. Come well. So wrestling, so, you managed to catch up on all the on all the wrestling from um, your time, um, you know, twenty twenty one. So I mean, yeah. Right now, obviously, it's um, about June time, nineteen eighty eight, some point, um, I believe. But we've been watching wrestling up to about the seventeenth of February, twenty twenty one. So we're, we're yeah. all caught up. I mean, Dynamite should be airing tonight. We'll get that piped through. Um, yeah, all, all good fun, mate. All good fun. So, what's been going on in the world of in the world of Jay? Other than other than quarantine in in the retardis, I mean. Other than quarantine and time travel. Yeah, yeah. Got some ID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Just got some, you know, some of that good old ID. Oh, nice! Like a real person. Like a real, like a real, like a real person, like a proof I am. Now. It's, it's, uh, yeah, that's that's that good. Which, does it? Does it? Which J are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me! You can of course. I'm the one that got left behind. That's <laughs> who I am. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah. now we're here, so I'm not left behind anymore. Yeah, no, no. You're so. feeling happy. There's, uh, you know, it's. I tell you what, mate. It's all going to be plain sailing from here for you. Like, there's going to be no other ominous problems or, you know, I'm not foreshadowing anything really dark that you'd definitely want to stick around to to the end of the episode to experience. I think, I think no, that's it. Time Wars, nice and easy. We're with Jesse Body Ventura now. We're safe. Nothing's going to go wrong at all. So while we're talking about... You're, you're making me feel really, really, really um, safe there. Yeah, no, I've, um, I've been working on awesome. it. I've been working on my, um, I've been working on my reassuring patter. Um, I went to I went to human banter school um, while I was while I was in the void. We managed to find a little pocket universe um, where I got taught all of the all of the great ways of reassuring people who are not disposable. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> let's let's, let's. That's a pretty weird thing to say, but hey, yeah, let's move on. So, speaking of um, totally looks like everything's going absolutely fine. WrestleMania is 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 kind of on its way, isn't it? Um, we've got we've got April coming up. There's going to be some wrestling. Um, up to twenty five thousand people may attend, which is unusual for twenty twenty one. Like, yeah, yeah, isn't it? Like on the twenty eighth of March, something like that. But they're going to do it for two yeah. nights, I hear. Yeah, yeah, back on the two nights. So it would be the 27th and the 28th. Mm. Or would it be the 28th and the 27th and 28th? Um, Looks like my prediction was still correct and they're still doing two nights. Shut up, Jay. (laughs) (laughs) You've held on to that for two years. I have have literally... See, for me, my perspective as a Time Duke, it's been 34 years that I was trapped behind the void, um, like my time. But you're just like, yeah totally don't care um yeah i still remember that rich and also it's saturday <laughs> saturday the 10th of april and sunday the 11th um so actually it is it is definitely oh. april um, oh, all right well there we go it's april yeah definitely is <laughs> so who do you reckon we're we're the most informed wrestling show ever um where did i read march i don't know it summer's was probably going on in march it happened um, summer's probably going on in March. It usually is. Most of the wrestling organisations have kind of started up again now, um, to some degree. 
Um, at least the the big four or five. I don't know. Do you count Ring of Honor as a wrestling organization, or more as a place where no. wrestlers go to die? Uh, at the moment, probably to die. Yeah, it is. It is like the it's only way. Still, it could, I don't know. It's yeah. sort of a better show than Impact. Impact kind of broke back a little bit, but completely fucked everything up again. Oh, of course, you've um you've um decided to spend some time watching Impact. I had to wash my hair, um, so I went to the hair washing wing of the retardist. But you um you 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 were uh, you just went. <laughs> absolutely crazy for that impact stuff how was it mate how was it yeah well you know it was it was <laughs> it was uh it was um well was it great, was it great? no 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 it was crap. Okay. <laughs> no no there were some good shows as well but this one this random was terrible the only good match really was the triple threat revolver match triple threat revolver that sounds revolver promising. match um Basically, there was three people to start. One person gets pinned, another one comes in. So there was okay. triple threat matches going off all the time until there was final three and final three. Whichever pin for submission, final three would win an opportunity mm. at the X Division title. Okay. Um, oh, it's really yeah. good that we that we managed to pump Wi-Fi in a PC. You, you can hear me. You can hear me on a PC in the background. It sounds fairly modern, even though we're in the 1980s. Um, it's because I bought a, uh, I bought a laptop in and um, hooked it up to the Retardus's Wi-Fi. Um, this show's not really hard to maintain at all. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I'm assuming X Division Championship match wasn't was a bit of a loss or. Um. Yes, because I don't remember it. Yeah. Um, what the hell's going on with Cardona? Because I thought he was he was AEW, but and then he's not anymore, or what? So he went he there just... for he went for a few appearances, but he, he didn't sign it. Uh, so uh-huh. he, he's an Impact now, and was in a tag match with Eddie Edwards against uh, Brian Myers and Hernandez. Pretty sure, like Captain Redbeard. Yes, just like Captain Redbeard. You know the guy, the guy uh, Brody's thing with the spider. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Rowan, there we go. Yeah, Rowan. Eric Rowan. Yeah, Eric, Eric Redbeard. <laughs> that was that was just. Just a don't say Rowan on AEW TV. There we go. Jericho. Well, Jericho, I, Jericho can do whatever he wants, though, can't he? Um, I, I, he's Apparently he's not. still going from strength <laughs> to strength. So Sammy Guevara was supposed to turn up at Impact, I hear. He uh, didn't. Yeah, he totally was. But he's yeah. Apparently there was an the idea decision. for him. Um, creative. He didn't like the creative direction. They proposed a second creative di- direction over at Impact. He also didn't like that. Um, but he was supposed to be appearing. Um, in one of the matches, what a no surrender! Mm. Something like that. Um, it was supposed <laughs> to appear in one of the matches. I, I, I really don't know. I'm pretty sure. You see, I'm reading. Um, I'm reading a results page. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's have a look. Um, was it some kind of match where he was replaced with some other dude? We are so no, really informed. Let's move. He didn't. On. No, I don't think this storyline was anything to do with no surrender, because 
no surrender had already happened by the time he was saying he was taking a break. Oh, okay. Fair play. Pretty sure. Um, sure. But all in all, you weren't that happy with it. Oh, no, no. The whole thing was pretty terrible. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm, fair play. Um, yeah, there was a, there was an Impact Wrestling incident. Here we go. Here we go. Finally getting some news pumping into this over this old, old Wi-Fi. Um, so, Sammy Guevara got a lot of attention recently after rumours of him having heat with AEW following a next crossover appearance for Impact Wrestling. However, despite suggestions that he's actually on good terms with AEW following the situation, Guevara has decided to have a little fun with the rumours in the most recent edition of his vlog. Oh, he has a vlog. Um... Don't you read the internet? It said I have lots of heat, so I thought I didn't need a jacket, but I'm still so cold. There you go. There you go. There's some there's some nice wordplay there from from the Spanish God. Thought I'd start a Mexico episode with some info on the Spanish God there. Um, so can we stop talking about impact? It's really dull. <laughs> oh, private party love. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, well, they weren't going to send uh, Kenny Omega over there to lose. They'll instead just, you know, do a trade off with some of their mid card guys and get them to lose instead. Um, I believe. Looks that way. Mm. Looks that way very much. But yeah, that match wasn't that great either. Yeah. All in all, pretty, talk about pretty that. unremarkable. Apart from the triple threat match, the X Division triple threat match. Anything, anything was, go watch that because you're yeah. going to see uh, well basically mm-hmm. a match is never what well, I've never seen done before be so cohesive and just flow fluidly between all, all the wrestlers that were involved which is like about 12 that's wrestlers it. or more involved that's interesting because a triple threat match and gauntlet matches um, as two separate entities are two of the hardest types of match to book because there's only really one story to tell in a gauntlet match which is the guy who's the underdog who goes all the way the Kofi Kingston style the only thing that I would say against it well mm. Trey Miguel started at the beginning and anyone that came in after with the same fatigue as Trey Miguel they entered okay Trey Miguel being part of the Rascals and two thirds Mm. of that are now MS. M- MSK uh, in, yep. in uh, NXT and oh I see Trey stayed at Impact to be a big fish in a small pond mm. okay okay interesting so other than that though the match itself was good everything else was fairly shocking I was surrounding it then I assume yeah pretty much yeah pretty pretty terrible fair play um, well Let's move on to the bigger news coming out of um, the wrestling world at the moment. It looks like there are some there are some main events shaping up for WrestleMania, and we're in the typical pre-elimination chamber stage where it looks like the main event's going to be one thing, and it's going to sound like it's going to make a lot of money. And then, of course, Vince McMahon hears that everybody knows exactly what what's coming, so he decides to switch things up again, and we end up with a dog shit WrestleMania. If that doesn't happen this year. Then the rumours are that we are going to get three male title matches. um, One between Edge and Roman Reigns. um, One between John Cena and Drew McIntyre, I believe. And then, finally, a three-way match between NXT champion Finn Balor, um, Adam Cole and Alex O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly. 
Kyle O'Reilly, thank you for correcting no me there. Um, I, I came. I once. I once went to a dimension where it's called Alex. Now I can't get it out of my head. Um, there wasn't so, Alex O'Reilly. He tried to become Triple H, and then oh, he was with the Miz. That guy, Alex O'Reilly. There you go. There you go. So yeah, I must have gone to the switcheroo dimension where one of them was suce- where the other one was successful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the switcheroo dimension. We're going there, season four, mate. You, I can't you, wait. You just, I can't, yeah, I can't it's wait. It's gonna be great. Gonna be great. Um, so yeah, a bit of a, a bit of an interesting one in regards to the Edge Roman Reigns one. Edge's Edge great is beer so here for a long Mexico. time. Great, great beer. Oh, you got some got some desperado going off. Did they sell that in 1988, or did you get <laughs> did, did you get Taz to go to one of those one of those fucking off licenses where they where they do like time travel off licenses? Hell yeah! Like you can go and <laughs> oh, if if I'd have known that, I would have told you to get me some 18th century um some 18th century rebel yell. That shit was great, mate. That was that was awesome. It was like done by like three guys in a bathtub. Loved it. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mexico. Anyway, <laughs> you've missed this. You have missed. You have missed some time travel shenanigans on this show. I can tell. I have. I have. I can tell you really. You really missed it. Um. <laughs> so, getting all that. Um. Getting all that to one side though um, so Edge has repeatedly said that he wanted to face um, Roman Reigns um, and he reiterated it again this week on a podcast um, don't remember whose podcast it is because podcasters aren't that important but ultimately um, yeah it, I, I'm thinking that this is going to be something that happens Battle of the Spears you know Vince McMahon loves a good spear. Kevin Dunn loves editing loads of spears and then having an epileptic fit with the camera, you know, and swinging it around, etc. Um, it's just a really impactful looking move to put to like a Limp Biscuit song or whatever the fuck they decide to put it to. Um, yeah, in, but in you can take the piss out of it all you want, but you've got Roman Reigns now and Edge. Mm. So. Yeah. yeah. Ultimately, yeah. honest, my well, only. Real... I don't know, but Finn and Edge would have been top quality, but it was always going to be Roman Reigns. You tell. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And my only real concern with Roman Reigns at the moment, um, and this is a very small concern, is that I think that they may be pulling too many gimmicks into his matches that aren't necessary. I reckon he just needs to be a mean bastard who beats people up and doesn't get handcuffed to shit. You know, <laughs> um, I think I think if they actually just go for a straight WrestleMania style thirty-five minute match between those two, I know they can both go. We all know they can both go. We know you know no one's going to want Roman Reigns to win, and that's the point this time. It's it's going to be a compelling compelling thing to watch. I think overall. Um, and I think it's a good choice. I think it's the only choice that logically they could make. Um, because as much as I would absolutely sell my own DNA to the highest bidder, um, I have a feeling that bidder would be Taz. Uh, <laughs> as much as I would love to, uh, as much as I would do that to see Edge versus Finn Balor, I don't think. I don't think that. Ed, uh, Edge could put on as good a match with Finn Balor as the two people that he's being lined up to face 
um, and I think that that would that would diminish the 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 story for both of them. And Edge Drew McIntyre would be a little bit B show, wouldn't it? So still for his choice, isn't it? But yeah. it's going to be a 50-50 book until near the end where Roman Reigns takes control, beats the crap out of him, and you'll have a gassing for an edge on the floor by the end of it. Um, potentially, potentially. Um, or is I, Edge going to dethrone Roman Reigns? I could see them. I could see them going for the nostalgia pop on Edge. Um, I could see them. I could see them having him hold it till SummerSlam. If I'm utterly honest, um, I think that that would be a potential path to go. Maybe. Have Roman Reigns out for a while, get get him to get him to you know bury the fiend a bit more, um, you know as people nowadays do when they're on the way towards the title, um, right? Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, then then have another crack at it with Money in the Bank or with SummerSlam, um, you know, getting I mean even getting Roman Reigns in a Money in the Bank ladder match. Never going to happen, I know, but that would be my fantasy. That would um, just seeing him in that match and actually interacting with so many stars. Um, but I'm afraid it would be too one-sided and could potentially ruin the money in the bank ladder match. But I mean, we're doing long-term because you know, if Roman Reigns in a money bank ladder match is going to win, so yeah, exactly. They'd they'd just have to pull a Brock at the end, wouldn't they? And just have him just have him turn up at the last second and beat the crap out of someone small um, because Roman's on a Brock contract. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Roman has literally just been swapped out for Brock. Um, Talking Smack is the best thing about WWE right now. What'd you say? Talking Smack. It's the best thing about WWE right now. Um, I've not been watching it, is it? So you, you have Caleb Braxton and you have Paul Heyman as the co host. Mm. So already, Paul Heyman there, you know, it's going to be some compelling stuff. Mm. And he has this, I mean, this weird. Paul, Paul Heyman. Outside of an arena, outside of kayfabe, is one of the most interesting speakers in all of wrestling. Yeah, and he has he has this bit where he like does a motivational talk to ex stars, like most stars, like Apollo Cruz and like Biggie and Sami Zayn. But this time Cesaro, it was his turn to do one at Paul Heyman. It, it was terrible. This mm. is the reason why Cesaro cannot. Grab that brass ring, as they call it, hmm. because he can't talk. But, but yeah, watch Talking Smack. It's it's really good. I mean, they because they cancelled it for a while, didn't they? And then bought it back because of its reputation was fairly good yeah, from yeah. its first yeah. run with Rene and um, Daniel Bryan, I believe. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. The whole the whole Miss Daniel Bryan thing. That's where the where the feud really really kicked off. Yeah, I remember seeing that segment, and that was that was one of the best pieces of. Um, well, I mean, what it was like, what five, six years ago now. Um, and yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I still don't think anybody knows how much of that was um, shoot and how much of that was work. You know, and that's yeah. That's, the lines were blurred. That's why it was such a good good place to start that um, whether that was planned or whether it was something that later got turned into a work after being an initial shoot um, either way it was it, it, it pretty much kept Daniel Bryan relevant for a very long time within WWE um, and long enough for him to be able to make those those lifestyle changes that he apparently needed to make in order to wrestle like not having a broken neck or whatever 
<laughs> yeah, it's probably quite important not to have a broken leg after wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, no, it kind of worked. Kind of worked for him. Um, and yeah, I think it kept him on that. It kept him on that kind of anti-hero, babyface kind of kind of level where you you kind of not quite CM Punk, but nearly. Um, you know where he he might just say something and get a bit too passionate and then maybe cross that line once or twice and kind of give you something to kind of salivate over and that's what talking smack does best is is kind of that from what i understand so i'm now that you've mentioned it i didn't even know it was back but i'm definitely gonna gonna take some time out to give that give that a few minutes um definitely it's like um, you watch smackdown and you go oh that was okay and then you watch talking smack and like yes this is what i needed <laughs> yeah yeah okay um talking smack is that um is that available on a network somewhere yeah yeah you know, how much how much is that network i think it's 9.99 per month Fucking hell, it's cheap in the past. It's like a hundred DX dollars from where I'm from. <laughs> Jesus. Call <laughs> um, cool back to the robot episode. Um, <laughs> if you didn't know that that was a callback to the robot episode. <laughs> yeah, I just thought I'd that's available at anchor.fm forward slash jfape along with along with all of our back catalog. Oh, it feels good to say that again, mate. I hadn't said that in ages. Yeah. Um How is Clone so, Rich? I'm not I've not it's not around anymore. Um Clone Rich is on a super secret mission, is my understanding. No, he's he's with Taz. they so long story short we don't know when um, Jacob Fabian, my um, my illegitimate son from um, 1988, um, we don't know when he's going to strike. Um, so you we've have got... sex with a retardist? Is that what happened? No, I I had <laughs> I, I, I I had sex with a woman called Rita. Um. Don't like to talk about it. Actually, I probably shouldn't. But no, so I, I didn't actually. Joseph Fabian, the human that I became, had sex, and my understanding is that she had a son, etc., etc. It was all good fun. Um, and Jacob turned evil and came to kill us. Um, then there was some glove shit, um, <laughs> and things got a bit messy in the second season. Is my understanding previously on Fabian. <laughs> yeah, and then, and, but anyway, anyway, he is now somewhere in time waiting to strike, and they're making sure that he doesn't cause a massive reality changing incursion across the whole of Earth um, by I'm looking going forward back to that. in time and changing history. What him him changing him changing Earth? No, saving the world. Oh, okay, oh, okay. okay, yeah, no. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, maybe you'll get to watch them do it, mate. Um, you know, so, you know, um, I mean, I keep you safe, mate. So, you know, nothing will yeah. ever happen to you. So, this is going to happen to me. You, you've got, you've got the, you've got the most careful time duke in the, in the, in the galaxy. Just watching over you, <laughs> taking care. Um, so, yeah, no, it's all going to be fine. So mate. careful. Um, <laughs> Left me in the past. Careful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, then we've got then we've got that three way match. Now that for me, if that were to happen, this this um, 
O'Reilly. I'm not even going to try to remember what his first name is. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle <laughs> O'Reilly. This Finn Bella, um, who many of you won't know as Prince Devitt. Uh, and, what um, do they? We don't know. We don't, we don't know they could. They may do. In fact, let us know, guys. Let us know. Um, we need to know more about you, our audience. We know what we've got. can't assume audience. that they don't know that. <laughs> what you say? We can't assume they don't know that. Well, I don't know. I'm hoping that if I just start being offensive enough, eventually someone's going to start slagging um, one of us off on Twitter. You have a Twitter account. Um, I believe it's um, I Am <laughs> yes, Not I a do. Robot. <laughs> zero is <laughs> robot. Robot spelled with zero, yeah. yeah. And um, Clone Rich, you can send him all the abuse that you owe me. He's at I Am... Um, he, he is at... Um, I am not a time Ty- duke. I, I am not a time duke. Is it? No, it's yeah. not a time duke. Not a time duke. Not, not time a time duke. duke. And of course, his good friend Time Duke Taz is available at Time Duke Taz. That's with two Zs. So, I mean, those guys are all on Twitter. So just send your abuse to them, and I'll just be offensive here, and you can't affect me because I don't have a Twitter because I'm not a nerd. Anyway, <laughs> that match, Finn Balor, that other guy. Kyle O'Reilly. Um, Kyle O'Reilly, thank you. Adam no, Cole, Adam baby. Baby. Indeed. What are your thoughts on that? That could technically be the greatest triple threat match of all time if it got. Of WrestleMania. Time. Ever. Hmm. Just... Have you seen TakeOver? I saw TakeOver. TakeOver was great. I saw TakeOver. I saw TakeOver. Um, I, I watched it um, about four years ago. And then I watched it again um, after I found out that you'd watched it without me. So, yeah. I was going to do it's a like, watch-along okay, with so you. In the main event with... Yeah, sorry about that. Mm. Yeah, no, it's all right. It's all right. I mean, it's... it's uh, who needs friends when you've got Mexico, right? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we have Finn Balor, so, Pete Dunne. And they, yeah. they, they had a progress-style match yeah it was very ground heavy it was quite it, it built it built like a british strong style match effectively it took those epi- it took those um elements of finn Balor's, um japanese um tenure um of the slow build almost king's road um slash strong style kind of and kind of blended it with his earlier indie experience put it all together in what was an absolute banger Really, it was the greatest main event of Takeover in history. Maybe is that too far? Would, because I don't think it is. I would say it's too far, um, and the only reason I say that is because one, I believe that the um, that for that style, Kylo Riley versus Finn Balor was probably technically better. Um, the the pacing was better in that match, um, honestly, in my opinion. And also, but now we're going to get all, all three of them. them. Well, apart from Pete and Adam Cole, but then you're mm. going to have more of an American twist to a catch cam kind of British strong style kind of match. Mm. I think I think it will. I think those three will put out a banger. Um, all, the other thing in regards to greatest takeover matches are we including um, are we including UK takeovers? And. Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn, NXT UK. Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate, Walter. 
No, Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn. That is the greatest takeover match of all time, in my opinion. Chicago. <sighs> Chicago. What about it? That's where they had it. <laughs> That's where they had their match in Chicago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, no, I, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I'm, they, thinking of, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Tyler Bate Walter great. then because that was the better Brilliant. one. <laughs> Tyler Bate Walter, that was the better one actually. Now I think about it. Um, but are we talking progress it, or are we talking NXT? We're talking NXT. Progress was, better. progress was better, but NXT NXT's iteration of that match was still better than anything else that I've seen from NXT ever, and and, and that was a high fucking bar for me. Oh. Natural um, progression is going to be on WWE Network. Natural, natural. progression. Now that <laughs> is something that I'm very interested in. Um, I'm but then it's that, also on the progress on demand. So it's like, do I need see, progress I'm, anymore? I'm still Fine. paying for progress on demand, um, even though, well, I say me, the clone right. is still using my credit card to pay. <laughs> <laughs> For progress. Um, honestly speaking, I'm starting to wonder whether whether that should be happening because I did publicly state, um, sorry, the clone did publicly state that he was going to um, stop paying for progress and then just didn't bother cancelling the direct debit. Um, Are you sure so, your brain's not connected in some way? Um, no, I'm not sure. All right. I think, I think it could be. Could be. Is your brain connected to the other J's from history, do you think? I mean, I get things leaking through every now and again. Because I don't know there's something going on to do with, like, when did we start talking about seasons? Like, like just like we're TV characters. When did that happen? Um, About two seasons ago. Oh. When did we start doing it during bits? Like when did when did the other people on our show all start to become self-aware? Because that that seat feels pretty recent. Yeah, that is pretty recent. That's last year. That was last year. Okay, interesting, interesting. Um, the robots were always self-aware. That worked. Um, yeah, so they were. Yeah. Who, who fucking knows? Um, yeah, we've got a lot of in jokes going off here. Um, hope it's not too <laughs> <laughs> impenetrable for all of you newcomers. Um, you can, of course, catch up on all of our older stuff at anchor.fm forward slash jfame. You won't be a newcomer for long if you listen to all of those. Just download all 57 episodes just in one day. Just listen to them all. People seem to be doing that. If you do do that, let us know how you got on. Um, because I'm, I'm impressed. I couldn't listen to me talk for that long. Well, I think that's that's time for a break, don't you? You're gonna get some Mexican cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like that sounds like something that could happen. Um yeah, bring me back um yeah, bring me back several pounds of cocaine, please. Pretty sure I could find that on the street corner somewhere. Excellent, excellent. Awesome. Well, we will be back very, very shortly. Um, and, yeah, we will we will speak to you guys presently. Bye. Yep. Bye. Bye. Ariba. <laughs>
Let's do it. Coming soon to an intergalactic radio near you on 316MW. A radio play paid for in part by AEW and the organization. You will never make it in this world. I, Triple H, am telling you to grow a mustache and you will never win the Royal Rumble. All hail bland and pointless wrestling. No matter how hard you try, you can't save it. Run faster, Pharaoh. We have to save the country of Japan. Hi, I'm Kenny Omega. I'd like to beat him, but his wrestling ability is too strong. He is the hero that we've always prayed for. His tears, they're healing wrestling. My name's Cody Rhodes, and I am the grandson of a plumber, the greatest plumber who ever lived. And I am going to liberate the village of independent wrestling from the McMahon Mafia. Single-handedly. What makes you think you can be a savior where I and so many others have failed? My tears will heal the world, puto. You know that's a homophobic slur in Mexico, right? That's not cool, dude. That's not cool. I didn't know that. Don't cancel me. Oh, we could never cancel you, Cody Rhodes. You're too inclusive. It's the story of St. Cody Rhodes. My inner demons are too strong. I have no choice but to dye my hair black. Good job, Cody. By dyeing your hair black, you've really saved Christmas. Thanks, Tony Khan, but I did it all with the fans' help. But mostly mine, but, but some of the fans. <laughs> He's a hero whose memory shall live on forever. This summer, hold on to your buttholes, because the story of St. Cody is coming to a radio show near you. Thanks for saving that orphanage, Cody. You will be remembered for all time as the greatest wrestler who ever lived. God bless us, everyone. Cody the Great, <laughs> coming soon. Ah, oh, those, those, those 1980s Mexican adverts, they're, they're, they're crazy. Surprised we're not cancelled. <laughs> What'd you say? Surprised we're not being cancelled yet. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, dear me. One day someone will, someone will cut on. on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. Oh, and then we ride that controversy all the way to YouTube, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so talking back again about wrestling um, this match <laughs> between the the three guys from NXT what's our thoughts on it who do you think would win who do you think is needed where are we going with this Jay we need to come to a conclusion for our many listeners okay so Finn Balor yeah Kyle O'Reilly yeah and Adam Cole baby Adam Cole baby you have to say baby it's contractual it is it is any any podcast yes <laughs> yes it is <laughs> we're obliged to do so a lot have... of things on this show but Bebe was the first one yes it was <laughs> thank you me right <laughs> <laughs> so you have Kylo Riley you have Finn Balor you see what they do you've seen Adam Cole versus Kylo Riley before in ROH mm. you know what they can do together mm. <clears throat> so you know these three all can go you know it's going to be possibly the show seed of Wrestlemania if it is actually on the card hopefully it is mm. um, 
it could blow everything out of the water. It really could. Um, I'm absolutely with you on that. Um, I think NXT need a main roster win. Um, I think there's a lot of confidence in Adam Cole um, and Finn Balor to both deliver phenomenal matches. Um, so I don't think we're going to get the I don't think we're going to get the Keith Lee problem um, or the or the Alistair Black problem where they deserve push, just, where they deserve pushing to the moon. But because Vince McMahon doesn't quite feel they're established enough, he decides to bury them and make sure they never get established. I don't think you're going to get that with those two superstars. I think. With the match that those two will guarantee, I think that this could be the opportunity for Kyle O'Reilly to walk away with that title and those two to potentially transition once more um, to the main roster. Adam Cole, definitely. Finn Balor's kind of in a maybe spot on that. Yeah, Adam Cole, definitely. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, he's he's out the running of winning that title. And obviously... In non gay favor, he has no problem putting him over Kyle O'Reilly. Mm. But I see Finn walking away with it. Yeah. You see who? Finn? Yeah. Balor. Um, I could potentially see that. Um, I mean, he, he has all the things needed to. He has all the things needed to potentially become that guy. Well, he was the champion that, that put NXT on the map. He was the champion that brought them the USA contract. Hmm. So, why not keep it on him? If he's, if he's the one that, that brings the viewers, then then why would he not hold the title after WrestleMania? I think, I think that's fair. I think you could... I think Kyle O'Reilly has it in him to make... to be that... to become that star-making turn to have that star-making turn. Um, I really do think that he has that. But whether they would have the confidence to pull the trigger on that at WrestleMania when they have two stars who have already been shown as main roster entities, I don't think... I think that you'll have Triple H pushing for Kyle O'Reilly to win that and move the other two up. Um, I think you'll have... He deserves it. He he deserves it. Clearly deserves it, but he will be a transitional champion someone like Karrion Cross. Yes. Um, I think Vince McMahon wouldn't allow him to do that there. I think I think Vince McMahon will want a name that he, he actually understands and recognises, so you would get a, an outside chance of an Adam Cole, but it would most likely be Finn Balor. I think the viewers got the, what they wanted. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Finn Balor, of course, on in other news this week was confirmed or speculated or confirmed to be one of the few wrestlers um, in NXT to be on a contract over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, himself, um, Adam Cole was also mentioned as potentially one of them, with Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa as two other potentials um, to be in that prime spot. The majority of the roster um, are on development contracts, which puts them at that $50,000 mark, um, $50,000 to $90,000. Um, well, if they're, if they're paying too much champ for that much, then maybe giving a better spot. Because mm, at the moment, he's, play, he's playing the old man champ storyline. Mm, um, it's... I th- yeah, I th- I think Tommaso Ciampa. I th- I think Tommaso Ciampa is ha- quite happy being comfortable, and, and I think WWE know that he's um, not that I would usually bring um, somebody's personal circumstances into this kind of situation. But he's not getting any younger, and he has um he has a daughter, 
racked I, up a lot of injuries as well. Yeah, I could imagine that. Um, I could imagine that were they're probably playing on that fear a little bit of the fact that if he did go to AEW or similar, yeah, he'd get that big initial kind of contract signing but he wouldn't get a contract for a long time um, like WWE could potentially guarantee with someone of that level of experience um, so yeah making the leader of the Dark Order yeah he would make a great leader of the Dark Order if it wasn't for the already perfectly capable minus one who um, continues to make me laugh my head off every single time someone gives him a microphone he is the most adorably scary Nine-year-old, I've ever fucking <laughs> fucking seen. He he he's really got his naturally gifted on the mic as well. Very so. gifted. Um, the I love uh, the I love violence line um, has comic timing. Um, recently aired on Butchermania, but previously on um, AEW Dark with Taz, that interaction is possibly one of the one of the funniest um, interactions AEW has yeah. ever managed. <laughs> it was fantastic. So yeah, I. I um, but no, I could see Tommaso no, Ciampa in that position. Um, ultimately, honest, I could see him as a henchman um, in the Dark Order or similar. Um, the only problem is, is that everybody else in the Dark Order seems to have modelled themselves around Tommaso Ciampa in their image um, <laughs> to some degree. <laughs> so perfect fit. Yeah, it would be a, it would be a perfect fit. Um, but yeah, I can see that Tommaso Ciampa would probably be they'd be playing on that. Finn Balor, on the other hand, Finn Balor is a guy who can literally. They, he can literally walk into WWE and demand that $200,000, dollars $400,000 a year kind of situation because he knows he can make twice as much overseas. He can make... Um, well, yeah, but with, with everything that's going off right now with VC as well, I mean, if, if Balor was part of that, that would be massive. Mm. And, Absolutely massive. And, yeah, and I think, I think they're playing to his strengths as well um, with his long-term legacy gimmick, um, his overall overarching, you know... The gimmick that the wrestler carries throughout their throughout their tenure at different companies, that long term personal storyline that they now they now adapt. I think keeping him alone as this lone wolf um, that they are doing um, mostly um, that works. I was I was very taken aback by the image of Finn Balor stood backstage alone after yeah. Um, you know, while he was while he was waiting to go up, um, considering that every other wrestling organisation that's using a member of the Bullet Club, um, either in a Bullet Club capacity or otherwise, has them surrounded by cronies. Has them, and there's Finn Balor, that one guy who is hard enough to carry it himself without a heater, and that speaks volumes to me. Um, really does. It's exactly the position that Finn Balor's always needed. Um, and kind of what he's always kind of yeah. going for, especially when he was, especially when he's doing his excursions from New Japan in the Independence. Exactly. Mm. <clears throat> so he's playing the character he's always been playing, but now he's always playing NXT. Yeah, um, and so he's where he's comfortable. So every time he comes on the screen, he shines. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that's going to be that. That could easily steal the show. And then, of course, you've got the Cena, Drew McIntyre match. One, one second before we get on to Drew McIntyre and Cena. So I was on Facebook the other day commenting club um, mm. thing was posted with AJ Styles, Adam Cole and Finn Balor. Mm. So I was like, no, that that's old. Blah, 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 blah. Spoilers at the top because people got super kicked and whatever. Guess who, re- guess who replied to me? Who, who sent a reply? Who's that? Who's that? 
John Fabian. Oh, John Fabian. <laughs> nice. How's From Texas? How's how's John Fabian doing? John Fabian's doing great, apparently. Ah, okay. John Fabian. Wow. Do you reckon? Mm. Do you reckon there's something there? <laughs> or did he see like a legitimate so- person and not just me playing a character? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's Rich did you doing have a to, thing. Did you have to check? <laughs> I was like, it's Rich doing a thing. Yeah. You had to check, didn't you? <laughs> Too much of coincidence. I was like, this could be a Rich thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And I was like, nope, total coincidence. <laughs> what that most likely is, is Facebook has probably heard you say JFabe once or twice on Facebook um, and then has carried cookies onto your other browsing experiences and is now searching for a Jay Fabian somewhere that you actually know and is trying to match you so you make friends with them. So there you go. We, we are the only podcast that will fuck up all of your algorithms, guys. We, we are doing guerrilla warfare against the man. That's what we do. You had to check. (laughs) I'm very, very pleased with this. (laughs) It's great. It was great five minutes. Nice, nice. Uh, Moving on from that. Speaking speaking of Johns, um, we have John Cena, Drew McIntyre, as the potential other um, big three male main events at. WrestleMania thoughts on that? Um, it's just out of nowhere, really, isn't it? Could be. Well, we couldn't see it coming. So Drew McIntyre wins the Elimination Chamber. That's a given. Mm. And then, well, John Cena comes out and comes down, and just points to the sign. And it's like, or and that's it. That's it. That's the match. Alternatively, John Cena enters the Elimination Chamber and beats Drew McIntyre. Is Drew McIntyre definitely in that match? Yeah. Why? That doesn't make any sense. Roman Reigns was supposed to be in his match, but Paul Heyman was like, he doesn't have to be in the Elimination Chamber match. He just has to be at the Elimination Chamber. Okay. So there's six participants going into it, and then Roman Reigns faces the winner straight away. But yeah, he's always been in the match. Right, okay. Since last, not this Monday, Monday, Monday last. Okay, cool. Shane McMahon came out and, and announced it. Well, that sounds anticlimactic. Why would Shane McMahon be around? <laughs> I, I'm really glad I don't watch like WWE TV. And yeah, said it was all Adam Pearce's idea. Said it was all Vince's idea. Clearly, Adam Pearce's idea. Oh, okay. Why not just so get Adam Pearce like out there? A favour to Paul Heyman or something stupid. But then he's all like, you're a fighting champion, Drew. And he was like, yes, I am. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to win. Kind of thing. Oh, God. <sighs> WWE makes no fucking sense. Um, like there's no there's no week by week predictability to it or formula. Um, I reckon well, poor him. Poor him. Says you will announce this on Raw, but Shimp managed it instead. Mm. Um, I reckon that it could be a good match. Um, Kayfabe, obviously. <laughs> I, <laughs> thanks for letting me know. 
<laughs> I, I reckon that it could What's be real a, anymore, Rich. I just don't know. <laughs> I, I reckon it could be a good. Uh, I reckon it could be a good match, potentially a great match, potentially a star-making match. But if it is John Cena, Drew McIntyre, this will be the one that decides whether Drew McIntyre is one of those stars, one of those champions that we're talking about in five years' time, or one of those champions that we forget about the moment they've lost the belt. Um, and that match will be the one that decides it. Um, so I'd be interested in seeing it happening. Yeah, yeah or no? I yeah. think it needs to happen. I mean, well, they're bringing back John Cena because there's going to be a crowd just to, to bump up yeah. for the pay-per-view. Definitely, definitely. If you're on Peacock and already on the network, it doesn't matter. But if you're just a casual fan and John Cena's come back and you've, you've left wrestling because John Cena left wrestling, then you're going to come back and watch it on you. So. Hmm. Um, I, I mean, I think I think it is part of it's that. I think you've also got um, John Cena's possibly one of the only nostalgia pops you can you can actually involve in WrestleMania now, which isn't going to get a groan from everyone. They've done Goldberg to death. Um, Undertaker, they can't do. Um, you know, Edge is already back. Who's your other nostalgia pop? It's got to be John Cena. That's the only one who could actually go. Christian. <laughs> Um, Christian will be a pre-show winner who's Christian <laughs> who is he Christian versus Carlito maybe for, the, for one of the belts oh Carlito is already gone oh, but he, he said he'll, he'll accept enough for me oh fair play <laughs> um, incidentally Carlito did say that he really likes the um, atmosphere in WWE now compared to what it was 10 years ago which I assume is like saying that you you know prefer having swine flu to coronavirus i mean like <laughs> you know like being backstage at wwe is pro like anything's probably better than the atmosphere 10 years ago at wwe let's be honest um i mean cm punk hated it people getting buried all over the place people getting buried <laughs> by by an aging um triple h just complete and utter despotism it's literally like this is one of the reasons why we've never traveled back to 2010 um in all our years of time traveling all our numerous years of time everybody's got shovels it's It's, i can't do a sketch which is as brutal as wwe in 2010s like it was (laughs) it was just miserable there is my impression um that i've got so um Right, well, from your sources, from my sources, yeah, um, from my, um, <laughs> yeah, he's my only source, man. <laughs> yeah, it's not like I know anybody else. <gasps> you don't. Well, we've got Nigel McGuinness. <laughs> I mean, you always get Nigel. You always get the hot take from Nigel McGuinness and Jesse the Body Ventura, right? That's right, you do. <laughs> there we go. There we go. We're relevant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Um, let's go elsewhere. We've got AEW. They're a thing. Um, what's going on with their thing? They did. They did the beach bash thing for like two weeks. That was a fairly good couple of shows. We had Kenta in the main event. Um, Kenta of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And was it two weeks? Was it not just one? It one was. Show? It was two shows. It was two shows. The first one had Kenta reveal. The second one had Kenta in a main event match with um, Kenny Omega against John Moxley. I thought Beach Bash was just one day. It was just one. No, it was one. two. It was two nights. Mm. 
Absolutely 100%. I know because I had to search for it to legally download it. <laughs> On which planet? Um, the the pirate planet. We swung past the Excellent. pirate planet. Um, is is basically like wrestle. It's like permanently themed around WrestleMania 36. Um, and 37. And 37. Yeah, there's no one there. Um, basically, um, and it's just, just one pirates. one giant server. And there's yeah, there's pirates just riding waves of data. Um, it's good times. It's good times. But you can get anything there. Like seriously, anything. Like you can download a car. Uh, really? Yeah. But do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know? Do you know how much I feel bad not knowing this? What? Kurt Angle versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the IJPW Heavyweight Championship. It happened, didn't it? It did. Yeah, this was recently. Um, this was recently mentioned on Wrestle Talk um, over over with um, Adam Blampier. Um, there's a name. There's a name that haunts many people's past. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> people love Adam. People um, love Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them are against. No, I'm not going to say it. Let's move on. <laughs> He's done his time. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! Um, yeah, so I I totally um, I totally dig his show. Actually, I totally dig Parts of Unknown. Um, although they're not a friend of the show, um, I think he's a he's a great example of somebody who really kind of was threw the doors open for wankers like us. So yeah, <laughs> like there was some kind of artificial barrier in the way that he just cleared. We are, we've never made a fucking penny off this show. Um, <laughs> 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 oh wow! I, I really enjoy myself today. I don't know where all this has come from. It must have been whatever you picked up during the break, mate. <laughs> we 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 are we're just going for it. You guys are getting the works today. Can we air this? Can we even air this? We can hear this. Yeah. Fuck it. We're out. No, no, um, yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> Kurt Angle, Shinsuke Nakamura. Have you have you given it a watch? No, no, because I can't get into my new Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, you forgot the password. <laughs> I have. <laughs> so I just need to, you know, sort that out and change it. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like something. And I'm going to watch it. Um, it's, it sounds like something you need to do. However, actually changing... It sounds like something that I would do. <laughs> well, changing your password on a Japanese website is probably going to be a bit of a nightmare. why you just need to translate into English yeah but the translation doesn't always work um, let's be honest sometimes the translated version is more indecipherable than the Japanese characters that it replaces on on that site I mean it's not the most user friendly it's not all Japan now that is fucking awful that <laughs> honestly you you have to use a third party I don't know why you pay for that I, I don't <laughs> if, you, if you're doing to I watch Bruiser Brody then fine but I don't anymore it was, but, it was yeah. dog shit mate like DDT was yeah, dog is. shit um, <laughs> yeah, I quite enjoyed shit. Noah um, Noah was kind of it was Sunday Noah's like number two it was Sunday in, afternoon in style wrestling though it wasn't it was nowhere near as it was nowhere near as fast and furious as, as New Japan like I can watch New Japan and I can stick it on in the background while I do some work or you know um, do other things like I can just and then New Japan will draw me 
to it um, and I will just end up being like three hours later shit I've just watched an entire New Japan Pro Wrestling show and done nothing and then Noah is kind of like that I can still carry on working kind of thing um, in the background while it's on and just kind of glance over every now and then and then all the rest I've just watched a four hour show and I realise I've done nothing today <laughs> it's easily done <laughs> easily done with New Japan Pro Wrestling because um, those things are just the storytelling in them is just there's only one place I know better to get storytelling and you can find that place on anchor.fm yeah. forward slash jfape. Um, Did you watch the last New Japan? Um, I haven't. Please update me unless the spot. In fact, no, I love spoilers. Go for it. I was just, just wondering if you watched it. Um, just general wonderment. Oh, okay. Um, I've watched one of their most recent shows. I think it was around Sunday. Um, it was the opening show to New Beginning. I watched that. Um, and I know now they're doing kind of because New Beginning is a two-part series, isn't it? They have New Beginning in Osaka, New Beginning in What's It, and then they have a road to New Beginning at Hiroshima or Kajimi or there was there was a lot of shows. Yeah, um, but I watched most of them. <laughs> I'm thoroughly enjoying anything that anything that New Japan have put out within the last two or three years. Like if you're into your serious wrestling, like. 9 yen 99 or 999 yen is a very small price to pay for the level of quality that they put on um, I think we should mention as well um, one thing that we did want to mention The Rock's new show Oh, Young Rock Young Rock um, So I really enjoyed the first episode I, I it was like a snippet into what was going to happen throughout the whole thing it was like a I was worried high episode yeah. giving you story of rock but they're going to go back from episode 2 back to the beginning and go through it again is my understanding my understanding is that you've got three timelines for the rock where he le- um, and the format seems to be um, if they are going to continue with this format it's the rock in 30 um, 2034 um, doing as much, um, doing as much presidential. Yeah, it's presidential anything. run. Yeah. Which obviously, if you're from my time, you know, um, was a historical moment in U.S. politics, and um, of course, he won. Um, spoiler alert! Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> and he's 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 in an interview for that, and then he flashes back to when he was a child. There is a there is usually a a kind of. Or I'm expecting there to be kind of a the child learns something, and then the rock shows two different ages in his life where he applies that knowledge. Nine eight seven as well when yeah. when he's in is that uni. That's not uni. Yeah, kind of just school. starting out in the nineties, just kind of finishing at high school, and then um, you get yeah. his kind of nineteen nineties version of himself, kind of when he's applying it in, in his uni. college football. Yeah, um, and I'm imagining that every episode will probably follow a same kind of sequence. It's just full of wrestling terms, though. Full of wrestling mm. terms. I mean, so like a, a casual viewer who watches The Rock and films goes to watch this, they'll be like, "What the hell are they talking about?" Now, a, a wrestling fan or, or Mark or Smart will know exactly what's going on. Mm. And I think what you're getting there. So it does have a niche, a niche audience. Um, I would say I don't think so. I think I think um, I think it actually it used the wrestling terms, but it explained every single one of them. Quite it, is, it does explain them, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think what you're going to find is that it will ex- like because it also did this with the football um, element towards the end of the episode as well. Um, it was very accurate with um, with how it respected the wrestling culture and also how. 
that related to his college football career. Um, you know, and living it, the gimmick. it treated the college football with the same level of respect that it treated um, the wrestling element of the show as well. Um, and I think that that's, I think that as a result, you're going to get two core fans here: the fans of college football and also the fans of American wrestling. There's probably a bit of crossover there as well happening there. Um, and I think that this this could potentially maybe not be the next Big Bang, but it could be the next The Office. I genuinely think that if if it office obviously it's, it's not it's not the same kind of um, comedy as the office, but it has a long or superstar or the word, one of those longevity. Yeah, Why one of those long running. One of those long running <laughs> non non three camera shot kind of kind of sitcoms like that, yeah, episodic. But but with it, I don't I don't see it being like a massive sitcom. Uh, like I'm not saying not it's going to be big, but in general, it's how long it's going to be basically. So I'd say I'll give it four or five seasons. It will tell the whole story. Yeah, um, and I think it'll be one of those where it gets that kind of cult following. Um, if it if it keeps if it keeps itself up to the same level that it could that it kind of started with, it could be a community or or similar in in its level of popularity. Um, maybe not in its level of subversion, community. but why, in its. Why can't I see it? Sorry. <laughs> I don't know the word that I couldn't say. I said it, but in a weird way. I'm just saying, why can't I just say it? Oh. Anyway. <laughs> uh, you get lots of fun here, guys. This, this, we struggle to say things. We, we dart from subject <laughs> to subject. This is definitely tell your friends. We have friends. been darting, and I think that's mainly my fault. But let's um, go. I, let's I'm enjoying on. it. I'm enjoying <laughs> it. We've got some flow going off. This feels conversational. We have got some, some major flow going off, mate. Um, so... Yeah, that pretty much is. Where are you in regards to what else we've got to talk about today? Then, because we have been we have been just smashing it out today. We're we're like what forty? What we're about an hour and ten? Hour and ten? Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think we were on Drew McIntyre and John Cena, but we just yeah. It's going to be a John Cena match. Um, Drew McIntyre is going to beat him. John Cena is definitely going to lay down. Is that that period in his career where he does? Um, well, the, the release got to explain where he went to. I mean, he disappeared, right? Like storyline-wise. Well, yeah, there is that. So you might end up with Drew McIntyre versus The Rock instead, pushing his latest comedy. Yeah, not interested in that. Yeah, I'm not interested in that either. I'm not that interested in Drew McIntyre, John Cena, really. But I can't think of anyone else mm, Drew McIntyre I can face. The one match that does interest me that's not Sheamus. Seamus, maybe, um, but I I can't see them dragging out Seamus feud for what another two months. It was supposed to get a one-on-one match. Now he's in the elimination chamber. I expect nothing but Drew McIntyre versus Seamus at WrestleMania. Drew McIntyre, Seamus at WrestleMania would kind of by default become the weakest match on the card. I think maybe it'll be a, maybe it'll be a squash. Maybe Drew would just Claymore, and that'll be it. Like he did to Daniel Bryan with his bro kick. Yeah, that could work. Make it slightly shorter, maybe. That could work. Seven seconds instead of eight. As an approach, that could definitely work. Um, be interested to see where that goes. I would be very interested to mm. see where that goes. Um, and of course, the other the other real um, match that but I called it though. I called Sheamus as going into the title picture after he faced Jeff Hardy, and I called that Jeff Hardy was getting the IC title from it. Mm. 
You did. You did. I think you might be right. Um, Only here on JFabe. <laughs> we call a lot here on JFabe. I mean, I called I called the <laughs> forbidden do. door being open, or at least my clone did. I called the two night WrestleMania. That's yeah. my biggest one, I think. Yeah, no, that was a good win. Um, to be honest, especially considering that I thought it was a stupid idea, and then coronavirus happened. Yeah. And now it's a really good idea. Yeah. So, <laughs> in that case, I think in it was that in the case, books anyway. In that case, you actually reality actually bended to accommodate you. There you go, guys. Jay calls Corona. <laughs> it's all my fault, everybody. <laughs> Shit. Boo. <laughs> Surely you got it queued up. Boo. <laughs> I probably do. I don't have it queued up. I, don't. Um, I should probably prep, actually. I, I usually do prep. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, we also mentioned AEW. Um, where do you reckon AEW is going at the moment? What do you reckon's next? I mean, just banging out match after match after match seems to be the way. <laughs> Okada. Um, I think Okada might sneak in the back door at Impact. Is he, well, from what I'm, I'm reading in multiple places, he's going to go to both. <clears throat> and both companies need to put their titles on him. And he needs to hold both of them at the same time. They'd be stupid if they didn't do that. Um, maybe, maybe, but I mean, what he is, is the biggest star from Japan? But what is a card? He's on a. He's, he's go on. A card is doing nothing in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh no, no, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on the fact nothing that Akada has to leave physically, leave New Japan Pro mm. Wrestling in order to progress at this stage because he needs to do his excursion um, because he's he's reached his limits of what he can achieve in New Japan Pro Wrestling with the roster as it currently is. They don't need him. But what is Akada's appeal in America where all of the greatest matches that anybody's ever seen him in lasted well over the amount of time that a match in America routinely does? Um, I can't imagine him banging out 40-minute classics in on fucking TV. No, but there's pay-per-views for that, isn't there? There is, but they're even gonna, then, they're going like, to have to put him put him into the into the US style. They are. You, you can't. You can't. You can't go out there and, and put out in over our matches exactly every single time. And in, and in that case, what exactly is it he's offering? Kenny Omega a card of five, but in AEW. But I mean, let's be honest; it's not going to be as good as it was in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Like, see, it has to happen for us to say that. We, we can't speculate. That it would be worse. Okay, that's because fair. let's that face fair. it. Let, let's face it. We we had a main event of Kenta and Kenny Omega versus Moxley and Mansarjo, all been in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and it was a banger. And that was, was the best main event of Dynamite. I thought it was better than the stamp the Stampede thing that they did. Wow, um, I I would say it was definitely one of their strongest main events they've ever had. Definitely. I mean, Kenta was literally wrestling a huge vampire wrestling match until the last quarter, mm. and then went into America mode, and it fit really well because then you had John Moxley also wrestling that style with him, so you had different wrestling styles within one match. Mm. Well, and it works well, cohesively. So, well, I mean, the rest of. Um well, the rest of the wrestling industry do believe that um, 
this is going to happen um, and of course the rest of the wrestling journalism industry do believe that this is going to happen um, Wrestle Talk recently stated Kazuchika Okada is heading to hashtag AEW or, and or hashtag Impact soon and the machine gun Carl Anderson responded with star and as if to say that was the only thing that he wished to correct was that he is going to both um, and it looks like that is that is what everybody's kind of pulling with. So, yeah, I, I think I think he's going over to both. I think you are right. And like I said, it'd be stupid not to have him champion in both. That could work. That could work. Um, Kenny Omega um, could. I mean, it would work for Kenny Omega's storyline as well. We know what the long-term goal is with Kenny Omega. So, obviously, if he, if he drops to a card, to a card, he could then go to New Japan Pro Wrestling. I don't think he would. I think I think that the the plan is to drop to a card, carry on going with a card, eventually end up with both titles, and then go back to New Japan Pro Wrestling for that Ibushi match. The Ibushi match has to be the conclusion to this. There is no other way of doing it. That is the, it's that is the ultimate. That is Flair versus Hogan of 2020, um, as far as I'm concerned. Of the we 20, need to take the Fatalis to to next Wrestle Kingdom because I've got a feeling it's going to be one of the historic Wrestle Kingdoms. I guarantee. Today. I guarantee you that we will do that. We will definitely do that. Um, probably after we've finished up here with Jesse, actually, I can see nothing getting. We'll just go. We'll just go to the future. We'll just go to the future. Yeah, no, we, we we probably should. We probably should. Um, yeah, no, I I completely I completely agree. That's um, an interesting idea. I I think it's definitely going to happen. I think that it is going to be Kenny Omega, Abushi one on one with Kenny Omega with both of those independent titles, um, and Abushi with the. But then, who would win it? That is question. <laughs> we have a, a wrestler who has signed a life deal with New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, and then you would have subcontract wrestler coming in. And who is well? I mean, this is the thing because I'm very much of the. I think the popular thought is that. Kenny Omega is the greatest wrestler of all time at the moment. That is kind of the smart kind of thought. Now, I think anyone mm. in the know kind of knows that he's actually not necessarily Kenny Omega considering the last two or three years that he's had. He's very good. He's possibly one of the best, but I reckon in the right circumstances, even Taz could beat him. But <laughs> um, Honestly speaking, Kota Ibushi is that top performer for me um, I think that Kota Ibushi is that guy who is literally Shawn Michaels post his first Wrestlemania victory with several decades ahead of him of some of the greatest wrestling matches of all time about to happen um, and I think that Kota Ibushi would have to come out as the winner I'm with you on that because just contract wise but well I, I I think that they but it's going to be a match of the ages it's going to be over an hour it would be the it would be the fulfilment of a promise that they made many years ago to change wrestling um, and I think it would 
Um, I mean, Co is kind of a part of Chaos, but not. He's affiliated with Chaos. Yeah, he can't. But, but he's always been. He's always been one to affiliate and never sign with because he was affiliated with yeah, the Elite yeah. for a period of time as well. Um, yeah, he was. So he was kind of affiliated with the Bullet Club. But mm, um, it's it, because of that because of the Elite. But yeah, it is. He's, he's not part of anything. He just has. He's, he's got some mates. That's what's going on. Yeah, he's he's like almost like one of those people who is just transcendent of of the actual kind of yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> ah, it's my mobile phone. My mobile phone. Good job that the retardist helps it work in 1988. Better answer it and see what's going on. Hello. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. It's me. Your clone. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. Can I do for you? Well, it turns out, you know that that ship that Kenny Omega's got. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, surprise, surprise. Um, it has technology on it that I think we might find useful. What kind of technology? It's some kind of magic beam that can contain the shockwave when history gets changed. Hang on. That's technology that shouldn't exist. Yeah, I know, right? Crazy. So I assume you're going to get a hold of it because we could really use that considering that we've got a megalomaniac son of mine who might try and change history. Yeah, in fact, um, Taz is going and getting it right now. I've just beamed him over. Then why are you calling me? Because Taz said it would be totally badass and he wanted to show off. Attention criminals on the USS Suplex Machine. This is Kenny Omega. Where have you gone? Are you using a stealth field? If so, please disengage and submit yourself. Transmission, bitch. Ah, he loves ah, you in the ah, transmission. Ah, it's super oh, badass. No, oh no, he's gonna ah, kick me. Ah, you, he managed ah, to slip out of it. And now he's coming at me with a knee. I don't. Done the old switcheroo. German suplex, bitch. Ow, the back of my neck. I reached for the video phone button. Thanks, Taz. Now I can see. Take over commentary. Ow! <laughs> Taz has been kneed in the back of the neck. And now Kenny's lining him up for a V-trigger. Good night! Taz hit the floor and rolled out of the way. But now Kenny's behind him. Leapfrog Bulldog. Oh, that's got to hurt. Now he's picking up on the shoulders. He's going for the one-winged angel. Taz escapes and drops down behind him. He launched in the transmission. It's really fucking badass. Nobody can escape in this transmission. You're going to choke, bitch. It's the best transmission I've ever seen. Oh. You guys are really missing a treat here. He's asleep, Rich. Did you see that? That was totally badass. Yeah, I saw it, Taz. Oh, I'm so glad I got to see it. It was, it was just majestic, mate. You got him locked on on the transport. I certainly do. Send the fucker back to Winnipeg. Okay, so now we got this technology thing um this 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 beam um that's that's one box ticked uh let's play where the fuck is taz Where on earth can I be? Where on earth 
garden Of the floating vacuum Such a different place I commentate and strike it down Where the fuck is that? Where the fuck is that? Where the fuck is that? Did you hear my badass fight? Yeah, it was, it was fucking awesome, Taz. Yeah, no, I, 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 who knew? Who could have predicted that I could beat Kenny Omega? But here I am. You know, I, I should technically be the best. Taz Mission now. Bitch. Exactly. Taz Mission Bitch is my favorite move. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's just amazing. So, how, how's things going in Mexico? It's pretty hot. Got some yeah. nice beer, you know. How's, how, talking about how's, wrestling, you know. How's my future self doing? He's taking care of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're, I imagine we're pretty we're much best friends now, anyway. So. Is Jesse there? Oh, I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jess, Jesse's, Jesse's gone somewhere, but yeah, he's here. Excellent, excellent. So yeah, I guess we're gonna play Where the Fuck Is Test today. Um, just to explain the rules to anybody who hasn't heard of play Where the Fuck Is Are you in Mexico? I am not in Mexico. That's the older task. Um, there's two of us. Just checking. Okay, that's probably. I can see what you did. That was that was very well planned. Um, so I will pick a, a, a city where where wrestling has happened or will happen or maybe is now related to wrestling sometimes, and it's just that <laughs> constellation. So I will pick somewhere in the universe. Yeah, yeah, sometimes that happens, yeah. Jay has to guess where I am. So, Jay, you get three guesses. On the third guess, a countdown sound will start to play, and you will have 30 seconds, and I will give you the third guess, and then you just have to tell me where it is. If you win, you get the best prize ever. If you lose... I always win. You, you, you are not a winner. You are not a winner. <laughs> Okay, so, number, are you ready to play Where the Fuck is Taz? I am ready, Taz, to play Where the Fuck is Taz. This is my favorite part of every week, except the weeks where we don't do it. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Clue number one. Um, so, this arena in the U.S., has had the following tenants. The Liberty Bowl, the Atlantic City, Boardwalk Bullies, the Card Sharks, and the Blackjacks. So you can probably work out where it is. I can hear you, I can hear you, I can hear you thinking really hard. <laughs> potentially cheating by using Tantric Fritch's terminal. Any guesses? Um, I'm just I'm just clicking buttons. No guesses at the moment, Taz. Okie dokie. Um, it contains the world's largest musical instrument, a pipe organ, over 33,000 pipes, eight chambers. Its console is the world's largest of seven manuals and has over 1,000 stop keys. Okay, and with that, I am getting ready to start the countdown. Okay, let's find let's find the countdown. There's a countdown. Let's do that. Madison Square Garden. It's not Madison Square Garden. Somewhere in New York. Five took place in this arena, Jay. 
Oh, for fuck's That's sake. That's your third clue. What is the name of the arena? I will even say Donald Trump owns it. It's going to be knocked down. You just have to tell me what the name of the arena is. Watch this, Jay. Some kind of Trump hotel. It is the Boardwalk Hall. Some kind of Trump Boardwalk Hall. <laughs> no, you're really bad at this game. <laughs> it's, it's not your strong point, Jay. It's, you have no strong point. This is not it. So, Coach, this means that Jay hates the Jim Wheaton Boardwalk Hall, also known as the historic Atlantic City Convention Hall. I've never been there, but I hate it. He, he I hate it. It's in New, New Jersey. Wow. Well, yeah, New Jersey. New Jersey. Apparently, it's a shithole, but I've never been there, so I can't say. <laughs> You, can see, you see, he hates it already. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of New Jersey. Um, I, I, yeah. Don't, I, don't I, you live I, near I, there? I, I try and avoid it. I, I'm, I'm from the Bronx. We say it like, like Red Hook. We go, we go to Bronx. Then don't you have a son called Hook? Maybe, but no, don't like, <laughs> don't like that. Don't like that. Might have a son called Hook. <laughs> How are you finding Mexico anyway? Um, I, I, I'm unable Mexico to travel to see you. I'm unable to travel to see you in Mexico. The I don't know. It's, you know, there's lots of gangs everywhere. Apparently, there's a touristy, touristy part where you don't get shot, but I don't think we're there. So, oh, you know. oh um, yeah, no, you're probably not. You're probably not. So, yeah. Well, this has been a lot of fun. We're just guarding the earth um, from that from that potential But I love hell, Mexico. From that potential it's, hell that Rich unleashed on it. Uh, thanks for that time, Duke Rich. Well done. Well done. Um, we're really enjoying this. We're really enjoying this potential hell. So, yeah. Really, really cool. Apparently, it's a thing. Um, guys, it's Jesse the Body Ventura. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, it's Jesse the Bunny Ventura. Oh hey, it's OG Taz, how you doing? Oh, you're so awesome. I think you're so cool, Jesse. Ah, uh, thanks. Kinda got an emergency going on here. Oh, before you drive the plug along, um, can you, can you say something vague and mysterious? That's like your thing, right? Ah, uh, what? Now? Yeah, just something vague and mysterious. That's, I, I know that, uh, I haven't had one yet. Come this way. Please. The most important change in your life is the one you won't see the first time around. Is is that is that one that helps? That, that does that float your boat? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. You're so cool. Thanks. I got it off a fortune cookie from a Chinese restaurant that I went to last night. Really good place. Anyway, um, Rich. Future Taz has, how do you say it, fainted. So, we're in the retardist now. Well, what you doing wasting your time? Quick, reach, go. We'll clear the line. Speak to you guys later. Oh, shit. Um, Future Taz has fainted, Jay. Um, are you alright to just stay here and just sign out for everyone while um, I, I run off to the retardist? Is that cool? Yeah? Happy to say goodbye yeah, to yeah. everyone. See you yeah. later, everyone. Sure. Jay's going to close up. Yeah. So apparently I'm closing up this evening. So this has been Jay Fabe. Jay the Fabe. 
and we've had Rich, but Rich said to run off. I'm Jay, of course, of JFabe. Apparently, that's what people say. So, um, it's been fun. <laughs> We've all got a good time. <laughs> this has been the worst um, outro to JFabe in recent memory. Um, but you can find us on Anchor and all other places like Spotify and Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and Overcast and other places you can find really good podcasts. Uh, yeah, so this has been an experience. <laughs> catch you all later. Mitch, don't forget Mitch. You've got to shout out to Mitch because Mitch has been here so long. So shout out to Mitch and yeah. Bye, everybody. How long has he been like this? Um, he's been fainting and collapsing pretty much since the rift opened. Give or take. Um, I'm not quite sure what to do about it. What could cause it, Jesse? I found the cause. You see this x-ray that I'm showing you at this very second? Yeah, it's a head x-ray. This bright spot here is a device called a clock box. What? A clock box? It bridges the gap between his Salter mind and the Time Duke one. Wait, how do you know he's a Time Duke? That happened at the Battle of 316. My future, your past, where I die. How long have you known that's where you die? Every Time Duke who ever lives knows about the Battle of 316, you included. Why would I be any different? Yeah, but knowing how and where your life ends, that must be terrifying. Where we're going is not important. It's how we live our lives while we're on our way there. But look at you, Rich. You're older than I've ever seen you. And we both know that means this is the last time. I don't like to talk about it. Neither do I. So let's move on. My understanding is that there were two different instances of Taz at the Battle of 316. This device in his head, it alters the quantum signature on Taz's DNA. Rewrites his neural pathways. So that the older Taz, who came from a different timeline, and the younger Taz, who is now out there in space running around with your clone, become one and the same person. It folds the history of reality around itself, and that Taz will inevitably grow into this Taz. The younger Taz, who injected himself into the Battle of 316 in the 2019 Christmas special available at anchor.fm forward slash jfabe, will one day feel compelled to jump back into his time stream and continue on where he left off in the 1988 episode of jfabe, also at Anchor. But why? It's a piece of Snarflurg technology. They're multi-dimensional. Every time OG Taz contacts this Taz, it rewrites a little bit more of his brain. It resyncs all the memories. Like Dropbox. Yes. It basically is a Dropbox for his timeline. Hence Clockbox. Okay. So what's the problem? Time Dukes don't age. But Sultans, like Taz is, they do. The components in this Clockbox are pieces of a 1990s radio 
I don't know what cowboy constructed it, but I'm beginning to get an idea. They're rusting as he ages, and it's slowly killing him. The next time your Taz, the older Taz, and Clone Rich's Taz, the younger Taz, are in close proximity to each other, it will perform its final rewrite. What could that do? It'll collapse the wave function and make their timeline the same one. But it will kill him. His body won't be able to take it. He will rejuvenate. Nothing can stop that. It's part of his lifestyle. It's part of his DNA. It's an intrinsic part of who he is. So don't try and stop it because you can't. Nothing to worry about though. Rejuvenation is a natural part of the Time Duke lifestyle, right? But who will he become? You know. You've always known. The best knots are always made with only one thread. In fact, that chapter is starting now. I'm switching on 316MW on my way out. I gotta go. I'm sorry about what happens next. And I'm sorry about Jay. What the fuck? That's a 1988 episode. Can I stop him? Why uh, is that? Here? I don't know Jersey can stop him. Rich! Oh, Taz, you're awake. And without. Why is this, this, this plane. Person, this, 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 this never happened in our universe. It's. It's not the same universe, well, Rich. Well, when you came away. back, everything came back. I think what he needs to do You opened the forbidden door! Drink McCann Coke. Is this the one with Jacob? Been to with Jacob? From there. Oh, to fuck. Your Wait! That's where Jacob What's comes in. I don't remember There's anything. Appearing in the room. This doesn't make any sense. Oh, ha, ha. Very funny, Jay. What? You and your crazy moon men practical what? jokes. Jesus, he's... This is Jacob Fabian with a message to Time Duke Rich. I have Joseph Fabian. And now you're going to listen to your precious Jay die. Ta ta! No. No, 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 no. Jesse, thank God you're still here. Go back to the body shop and get Jay. Jay and Richard dead. So whoever you are and wherever you came from, I told you in there and I'm telling you again. Go back to your own timeline. My own timeline? No, Jesse, he's changed history. Crazies from other dimensions always say that. Even your memories. I don't belong here anymore. Get the fuck out of my timeline. Jay. It's time to rich. I don't know how to explain this to you. But I need you to hold on. I'm going to think of something. Rich. Soji Taz. You're on this channel. Jay was outside the retardants. The shockwave erased him from history. Looks like this is the only Jay we've got left. 
We got Kenny's ship. Can you contain the shockwave? We're firing the stasis field. Get out of there. Clone Rich is beaming down. Jay, if you can hear this, I can't explain what's happened. We're going to contain the infection. So hang on. We'll get you. We'll get you back, mate. You're not going to die today. Firing at the planet. On your mark, Rich. Are you clear? I'm clear. Thanks, Tess. Don't think this makes us even, you dick. Jay, if you can hear this, good luck. Three. 